Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Democracy Ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Wajahat Ali. And Waj, you know, there was an event that uh, took place over the weekend that I'm sure you didn't want to miss at all. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, because who doesn't love a good circus? You know, who who does who doesn't love CPAC, Uh, the annual convention where the all star conservatives used to gather in mass. And I'm talking about you know, the commentators, and I'm talking about the politicians, and I'm talking about the folks who wanted to run for president, they all get together, and they pretty much give their uh, platform for hating the rest of us. Uh, Back (laughs) in the day, Danielle, uh, it used to be the usual, you know, tax cuts for the rich, security, you know, we got to get tough on crime, you know, uh, the the usual stuff that you and I grew up with, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The the, the old classics. But in, in recent years, it's become increasingly, oh, how would one say, dark, uh, and some would say genocidal. And at this mm. weekend's CPAC, which, by the way, was sparsely populated. If you haven't seen the clips, folks, you have to see it. Hilarious. Like, literally, the call and response is sometimes like one dude clapping. Uh, we have to focus on this because, the uh, you know, I've said this before on our show, and I think it bears repeating, is that MAGA, which is a fascist threat, is not subtle, Daniel, no. about their endgame. No. Uh, like a good, reliable, convenient Bond villain, they are telling us exactly what they want to do to the rest of us. And in particular, over the weekend, Michael Knowles, if you don't know him, it's okay. He's one of the many aggrieved whites over at uh, the Daily Wire, I believe. You know, you can confuse him with Ben Shapiro or Matt Walsh or, or the rest, the usual. Mm-hmm. He got up in a suit, in a prepared speech, read from his notes at the podium, and he called for the, quote, eradication of transgenderism. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. when people accurately described it as, huh, this is genocidal against transgender people, he said, no, I didn't say transgender people. I said transgenderism. I'm going to sue you for libel. While that was happening, Danielle, Nick mm-hmm. Fuentes, who apparently for some strange reason is too radical for CPAC, even though he kind of says everything that Tucker Carlson says, Every day on a show, and let's not forget that Nick Fuentes, the leader of the white nationalist Groypers group, uh, 
ate dinner with Donald Trump mm-hmm. and Kanye West recently. Yes. And his conference was attended by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Correct. And Donald Trump is still, according to the CPAC poll, gets 60% of the vote for the 2024 Republican presidential candidate. Nick Fuentes openly called for essentially the elimination of Jews, and he saw Jews as the biggest threat. And when he attacked Jews, that got the biggest applause. So all of this is to say, Danielle, mm-hmm. is when they're telling you that they want to eradicate Mm-hmm. transgenderism Danielle you're the teacher I'm a simple unfrozen caveman lawyer to you is that just oh I'm critical about you know transgenders or to you is that genocidal language I I can't figure it out well because I'm a teacher I went ahead and wanted to pull up the Oxford and Webster dictionary definition of eradicate oh deep um, cut Yes, because I feel like it's important to, you know, work with facts and a shared understanding of truth. So the word eradicate is a verb, which means to hold on to your hat, wash, destroy completely or Mm. to, quote, put an end to, quote, this disease has been eradicated from the world. So let us go back now to your opening. If you were to say, I want to eradicate transgenderism, whatever the fuck that means, because that in and of itself is not a word. Mm. Um, What you are saying is that you want to eradicate any thought, any expression that works outside of the binary, right? This is how we've had states over the past several years pass bullshit legislation defining a man, defining a woman, because any pushback, right, meaning people showing up in their skin and saying to you, show me the dignity and respect of addressing me as I am asking to be addressed. As I see myself, I would like you to therefore see me, right? Because at the end of the day, regardless of if you want to get into Uh, if you want to talk about gender as a construct, as well as time, if you want to talk about these things, what people are asking for, what trans people are asking for is dignity and respect and to be treated as human beings. That's it. So you, we don't have to go into, well, sex is different than gender and go into the breakdown there for people who don't understand nuance and are not interested in it. At the end of the day, if I'm showing up in front of you and I'm saying, Waj, my name is Danielle, right? And my pronouns are she, her, so that when you are addressing me, you are addressing me with a level of respect and meeting me at the level of respect that I am going to address you with. And then you turn around to me and say, no, fuck you. Your name is Sam and I'm going to call you, you know, it, right? You are choosing in that moment disrespect and dehumanization, right? And just being an asshole. And just being an asshole. And I want to get to like the core here because, again, this is where I look at reporters and I look at journalists and I say that they just allow these fascists to say and do whatever they want with little to no pushback. 
So if this person says, I want to eradicate transgenderism and you say, and I want to eradicate drag queens and I want to eradicate wokeness and you're looking at it as just a difference of opinion, when in fact they're talking about destroying an entire community of people and you don't articulate to them, hmm, where is your fear coming from? Mm. Right? What, what is the fear here? Because I understand the fear that children have in going to school because they don't want to be gunned down. I understand the fear that Asian Americans have had because of the rise of anti-Asian hate. I understand the fear that Black people have of getting pulled over by police because statistically they're more likely to die. What is your fear of a child sitting and getting story time from a drag queen? What is at the root of you needing to define man and woman when in fact we know that this was a construct that was created to for patriarchy? So I feel like John Stewart did a beautiful job of this recently in the clip that went viral mm. of his show where he's looking at this Republican and saying, you're pushing these quote unquote policies and laws. And I'm confused because the number one killer of children is not drag queen story time. It's assault rifles. It's guns. Mm. Mm. So I, I just, you know, I, 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 for me, the question to you was, is just like, these things have snowballed and gotten worse to the place where you have people spouting Stalinisms and Hitlerisms mm. out loud and doing so unabashedly. Don't, doesn't, doesn't that just mean that things are going to get worse? Because there was a time when people, racists were pushed to the margins. Right. Where where if you were homophobic, you were being pushed to the margins. Hmm. Now they're welcomed back to the center. From The New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions, questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that force David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts.
Well, the question I would have is the following. What do you mean by eradication? And if you eradicate transgender, transgenderism, what about transgender people? Because if you eradicate it, even as an idea, well, that idea is manifested through people. So if you see this as a problem, what you have proposed is a solution. And historically, we have seen that when collectively people are seen as problems, some fascists propose final solutions, Danielle, mm. and that results in violence. And then speaking about the pushback, and just to show you folks who are listening where the Republican Party is right now, this, you know, there was, I, I, I deliberately, you know, started off this conversation talking about the old school Republicans. Okay, look, Reaganism, terrible. You know, Danielle and I have never caped for it. But at the same time, you could have some rational conversations with folks, right? Like these were somewhat reasonable people. Uh, huge disagreements on healthcare, national security, the war crime, on drugs, taxes, crime. drugs, people of color, all of it. Mm -hmm. But some people, even though, I don't know, five years ago, I don't know, someone named Mitch McConnell would come out and criticize Steve King, not the writer, but the former congressman from Iowa, who was the original white nationalist, who apparently was a, a prodigy and too soon and too early for his time because he's saying everything that Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying. But since the GOP had not caught up with his radicalism, they're like, now, now, Steve King, you can't say all that stuff. We're done with you. We're going to kick you out of the communities. This was 2018, folks. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to now. Senator from Texas, Republican John Cornyn, who might most likely replace Mitch McConnell, who, this is how bad it is, folks. Mitch McConnell, despite all his evil, and he's done a lot of evil, is still in a strange way an old-school political pragmatist. Once McConnell goes, and McConnell's terrible, don't get me wrong, grim reaper of the Senate, but at least he isn't completely unhinged. When he's gone, someone like Cornyn's going to replace him. So they asked Cornyn, softball down the middle, Daniel, can you uh, denounce... Uh, this uh, co uh, comment by Michael Knowles, who again is a writer from the Daily Wire, or do you have any commentary on it? Nothing. Crickets. Softball down the middle. T to the point where, remember back in the day, they'd be like, that's terrible. You shouldn't eradicate it. Yes, we have difference of opinions, but this is genocidal. Okay, now Nick Fuentes, I mentioned him. Nick Fuentes, folks, who again is the white nationalist, we've talked about him on this show, was kicked out of this year's CPAC. So he held something across uh, uh, CPAC in the other hotel, where he says pretty much the same stuff that Tucker Carlson says every day. And so I'm sitting here and thinking, well, why is Nick Fuentes seen as too radical when you got Michael Knowles on stage getting applause, calling for the eradication of transgenderism, whatever that is, right? And you got Tucker Carlson now completely rewriting history with this found footage of January 6th and literally being the hero of white nationalists and Nazis who are saying openly, we don't need a TV show because Tucker Carlson's saying all of our talking points. Now, if you aren't transgender, why should you care? And this is where it involves the rest of us, Daniel. And this is why I want people to ask mm -hmm. Republicans mm -hmm. this question. What is your end game? What yep. do you mean? Because CRT, y'all are forgetting. It happened in Virginia. I'm in Virginia. They started saying they're teaching them CRT. They're teaching our kids to hate white hate. people, yep. hate America, and mm -hmm. the LGBTQ. Now, which one of those stuck? Because they've gone so far into banning books and banning AP, and there's been a backlash. The one that stuck, Daniel, is the T, the transgender. Mm -hmm. But if you're paying attention, 
it ain't just transgender. They're coming after all of us, educators, teachers, poll workers, law enforcement, politicians, black women, our history, our books, Ilhan Omar, refugees, Muslims, Jews. And right now they're Trojan horsing it through the scariest one of them all, mm-hmm. the T's. And what do they want to do the T's? Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel. Not the T's, but transgenderism, mm-hmm. eradication. What's yeah. the end game? Eradication. You know, it, it's, it, it, this is what I always want to say is that what we are experiencing is nothing new, right? It's the same thing. We just add on social media, which makes it more dangerous, right? Um, We add on social media, which makes it more dangerous and makes misinformation the ability to just, you know, move quicker. But these are the same people that we continue, continue to say, we're going to die off, right? When I was growing up, when you were growing up, people kept saying, oh, no, no, racism, it's going to die, <laughs> right? So long as like the old people die, you know, then. <clears throat> Demographic destiny. Then de- yeah. Then, you know, then the young people come in, blah, blah. And what I continue to say was that when you looked at the age range of the folks that marched Mm. In Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017, the Mm. ones that Donald Trump said there were good people on both sides, the ones that were talking about what? Nazis. Screaming about the replacement theory, screaming about, you know, blood and Jews and this and that and the other thing. They were 20 something years old. That's right. Right. They were not 70, 80, 90 years old marching with tiki torches and (laughs) gap khaki pants. No. In their walkers. Right. They With were their dentures. They had gone to Party City, gotten their tiki torches, you know, <laughs> gone to the Gap outlet, all got the same khaki pants. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? They're the TikTok generation. There is a we, there's a crazy thing that I just saw recently too. Cuz all of this stuff is connected because it's all pervasive, right? The mm. lies that are being spread. There's this trend called trad wives on TikTok. Trad wives. Trad wives. Let me let me let me tell you what it is. Traditional wife. Mm. There are all these videos that white women, young white women, like in their 20s, are making ironing clothes, baking cakes, mm. shining their husband's shoes. Hashtag trad wife. Now, on its face, you say to yourself, well, there's nothing wrong with being a homemaker, being a stay-at-home wife. That's not what they're doing. These are a bunch of white evangelical Christian women mm. who are abhorrently racist, who are against bodily autonomy, who are part of like that the promise keepers, if you remember right. them from the early 2000s. Deep cuts today, Danielle. Yeah, Deep I'm cuts. going in because I want people to understand that what is old is new again. That's right. Because when you don't check it the first time around, much like Donald fucking Trump, what did we say? You get a smarter, younger, savvier Donald Trump, which is who in his high heel boots? Ron DeSantis, right? You get the Christo fascist state of Florida, right? Because you don't want to check these motherfuckers the first time around. 
when they reared their heads in birtherism, in the tea party, right? So I, I pull up, because I'm teaching today, the poem by Martin Niemöller, right? The first they came for. First they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a socialist. Folks, as Waj is saying, who were they coming for first? The low-hanging fruit that people can say, well, I don't understand trans people, and I don't know any trans people, and blah, 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 so I don't really care. Mm. Right? If we're passing bills that are dehumanizing a group of people that I can choose not to see here, right? They come for that first because they want you to believe that you are safe where you are. And what we are telling you is that you are not because they are coming for everyone. That's right. They will just go for the low hanging fruit first. It was eight years ago, Danielle. Uh, I mean, it's not that long ago. Let's take the DeLorean to 2015. Trump went against the low-hanging fruit of undocumented immigrants. Then he went after Muslims. I was sounding the alarm, telling audiences, who is he going to come after next? Came after black folks, then went after Jews, even the Jews who thought they were white, Daniel. I've been warning him for like a decade. I said, these white nationalists do not see you as white. They're coming after you and they see you as the biggest threat, the deep state, right? The, the powerful Zionist Jews who are using and abusing people of color to weaken uh, and replace Western civilization, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, oh, our producer Q just said that the yep, six-week abortion it. bill just uh, filed in Florida. All right. Mm-hmm. So now they're coming after women's autonomy, women's rights. A 50-year constitutionally protected right is gone. We kept sounding the alarm. We were seen as crazy. The media fast forward, and we have to blame our colleagues. And Jay Rosen, the professor of journalism who has come on our show before, recently said that media is still feeling the moment because instead of really explaining to people what the stakes are, they're still mm-hmm. doing this horse race comparison, tit for yep. tat, both sides. Mm-hmm. And we are here, folks, to tell you about the stakes. This is for our livelihood, our security, for freedom, for democracy, right? Who do you think they're going to come after once they get in power? All of us. Look at Florida. I'm glad you went to Florida. Florida is a great microcosm, right? Mm -hmm. They're going after Disney. If they're willing to go after the most powerful corporation that is the number one employer in that state, if they're willing to punish Disney, if they're willing to block AP history, if they're willing to take away what was once a 50-year constitutionally protected right, what's next? And this is why I think it's important for us to connect the dots, I'm glad you mentioned it. It's white mm-hmm. Christian supremacy. Yep. Another word for it is fascism. They're coming for all the marbles. And I know, look, I'm going to keep it real. I know a lot of people are listening. They're like, listen, man, those teas, that's hella weird, man. That's gross, man. That's against my religion, man. I don't get it, man. I don't want my kid to be a tea. It's not for me. You have to step up for the most marginalized. Yep. Because if you don't step up for them, the boot's going to stomp on you. Transgender, as Daniel said, is the lowest hanging fruit. Listen, if you all haven't done the research, you all might think transgender folks are flexing because there's a couple of actors now and a couple of shows. Look at all the groups. That group, man, that group, once you read the statistics, you'll cry. They get abused. They're homeless. Suicide rates are up. Rape, uh, the abuse, neglect. Murder. I mean, it's, it's terrible. Out of all like the groups, the people are at the, literally at the bottom are transgender 
And Republicans are instead saying, oh, look, these drag queens and transgenders, they're the ones in power. And so the appeal here is, for all of us, is that once you hear this language of eradication, connect the dots. Mm -hmm. Who are they coming after? All of us, including Republicans. I'm going to say something wild. When I was growing up, Danielle, Liz Cheney was the poster child for the Republican Party. Her last name is freaking Cheney. For those of you who are young heads, Dick Cheney was the vice president known the as Darth Vader. The original Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, Darth Vader. Okay, she voted for Trump 93% of the time. Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, she was a number three ranking Republican. Where is Liz Cheney now, Danielle? By the way, she Did voted against her own sister's same-sex marriage. I yeah, just voted against I, her yep. own sister's same-sex marriage and now says, yeah, yep. I probably shouldn't have done that. Liz Cheney said, you know what? Me cowering in the Capitol trying to save my life is a bridge too far. For that sin of going against the Republican Party, Danielle, where is Liz Cheney now? Liz Cheney was voted out of office. So if they're after Liz Cheney and they're trying to kill Mike Pence, what are they going to do to you? Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is, we are living in really wild times. And the thing that I want to say about also in our closing about trans folks um, is this. The reason why the Republican Party is going after trans people is because trans people are some of the most brave and courageous people who live openly and free, right? Who are, by their very existence, moving us to expand our thinking of gender of systems um who are looking at us and saying why have we been putting people in boxes since they were born right why is it important for us to say you are pink so you can only go down this aisle you are blue so you can only go down this aisle nothing made me more disgusted than when my friends started having children and i saw that even a Lego set, as Waj loves so much, <laughs> for girls was pastel, but for mm. boys was primary color. And this idea, this, these, these roles that we have placed people in, right, have become a cage. 
That's why we have such toxic masculinity, because we have said that the only emotion that men are allowed to show is rage. Right. Mm. That's it. And so I, I, I say that because people who are stretching and moving and recognizing that we are not one or the other, right? That we are a multitude of things are pushing these people who have only ever been able to thrive by placing other people in boxes. Mm. And by the very like lived experience and existence of trans people and non-binary folks, they are saying no. I'm going to show up in the fullness of who I am. And that is a threat to the power structure. So again, it doesn't matter whether or not you are trans or non-binary. It doesn't matter whether or not you know someone who is trans or non-binary. What you need to know is that they are people worthy of an existence, free from violence, free from Mm. oppression, just like everybody else, period. And if we may bring up the matrix, because those who hate transgender and wokeness bring up the matrix as an analogy, the matrix was created by two trans women as an allegory for being trapped in an identity which they desperately wanted to escape. Formerly known as the Wachowski brothers, they're now Wachowski sisters. So for all the right-wing nuts and MAGA freaks who use the matrix as their analogy, just go home and drink some tea knowing that the matrix was created by two trans women as an allegory for coming out in their full selves as transgender women. (laughs) Thank you for listening (laughs) to this informative episode of Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Wachowski. And we will be back next week if, in fact, we have a country left. Inshallah.